Man, what's going on? This is your boy D. Johnson on the mic for Talk That Ish. Back with another episode. Man, alright, look. So, we're going to talk a little bit today about this Lakers situation, this LeBron James situation. Um, like I said, you know, I'm a LeBron James fan, but I am an objective LeBron James fan. And I kind of see a familiar pattern when LeBron goes to his teams within the first year um, that he comes to a team. So, obviously, you know, when LeBron James gets blown out and things kind of, you know, take a little bit of a, of a climb. All of a sudden, it's time to hit the panic button. ESPN, ready to hit the panic button. Uh, Colin Cowherd, ready to hit the panic button. We need to get rid of everything. Go trade uh, trade Ingram. He's not fitting in. He doesn't play well next to LeBron. He has a minus something on the floor with LeBron. He has a plus something when LeBron's on the bench. Uh, we need to go get Bradley Bill. We need to... Look, look, look. Let's, let's, let's. The Los Angeles Lakers currently sit 7th in the... In, in the Western, in the Western, uh, pretty much in the West. They stand 11 and 9 and are still in. It, it pretty much, if they continue to win, they could potentially move up within the top four. The West is that close. The Clippers sit 14 and 6. The Warriors sit 15 and 7. Nuggets 14 and 7. Thunder 13 and 7. Uh, Trailblazers uh, 13 and 8. Grizzlies 12 and 8. Lakers 11 and 9. A win in this situation fixes everything. They have the Pacers coming. Are the Pacers a scrub team? No. They have Victor Oladipo. They have Sabanis. They have uh, all these great players that have been playing pretty well. But the Pacers have been an up and down team. But nonetheless, elite team in the East. So a win tonight fixes everything. But... We are out here hitting the, the, the panic button so early in the season. I mean, I know people are like, oh, it's, it's, it's 20 games in. It's one-fourth of the season out. Well, look, yeah, it is. But we knew coming into this, and, and, it's, and it's amusing to me, we knew coming into this that this was going to be a rebuilding period for the Lakers, a chemistry period for the Lakers. They were going to have inconsistencies. I don't know why as NBA players and as uh, you know, ESPN officials, the media, you know, they they tell you at the start of the season, oh, we don't expect LeBron James to do much. He's gonna be lucky if he makes the playoffs, blase, blase. He goes on a little winning streak, he gets blown out, and all of a sudden it's the Lakers are in trouble. The Lakers need to do this, the Lakers need to do that. You do not blow up a young core in Ingram, Hart, Lonzo, and Coos. Because you're struggling. I think half of this has to do with LeBron. I think half of this has to do with Luke Walton. Half of this has to do with LeBron because as the best player, if we regard you as the best player in the world, my brother, you cannot have a 75, I think he's shooting below 73% free throw in the clutch. When in three of the, they should be about 14 and seven in my, no, excuse me, 14 and six with the best record in the West. Had he made his free throws down the stretch to win these games where they're close. Now, we had a moral loss within the last game, uh, 108 to 104. But if LeBron just sinks his free throws, they go to OT or they win the games. So that's where I blame LeBron in this fault. And I also bring LeBron, LeBron because, you know, you got to at least look like you, you want Luke Walton there. This man hates Luke Walton to the point that he won't even look over to the side when he's bringing the ball up the court. 
Why is LeBron bringing the ball up the court? Because Lonzo just got injured in the Denver game, and Rondo is out with a hand injury, and he's, he looks like he's on the court again, but we don't know when he's coming back because the Lakers have said it's going to take a while for him to get back. So he may be back before All-Star break. He may be back after All-Star break. I don't know. But what I do know is if you are the Lakers organization, Luke Walton, this is why I blame you in this regard, your rotations is what's killing the Lakers. Your rotations is what's killing Lakers. You're taking LeBron out when he should be in. You're, you're, you know, I understand we're still experimenting with, with, uh, you know, certain lineups, but at this point in the season, either you got it or you don't. Because we, we, you know, at this point, I love Savai. I love the kid to death. I think he's a great shooter. I think he has a great future in this league. Does he belong playing at any point in this, uh, in any point in the rotations? No. He needs to sit and watch. He needs to learn. Maybe play in the uh, lower league and, and see what he does and see if he can improve throughout the season. But he should not be playing right now uh, next to LeBron if he's going to be giving you 0 for 3 from the three-point line. You need shooting. I'm looking at Magic. I'm looking at Rob Polinka. You've seen this team shoot 35, 38% some nights, and then they can shoot as low as 15.5% some nights. That's not going to get it done in the West. Not by any stretch. Not by any imagination. The West is too close to be going on a three-game losing streak. If you're on a three-game losing streak, you're on the outside looking in. And you may not get back in because teams are starting to find their footing. The Jazz are starting to figure it out. Houston is starting to figure it out. These are teams on the outside looking in. These are teams that made the playoffs last year. And the West is, the West, you know, for most people, when LeBron's winning, the, the narrative is, oh, the West is too easy, too easy now. The East is the strong constant. No, it's not. The West is still strong. No, it's not. Look at the standings. The, the, and, and, and we'll go over this on the next hot take, but Boston sitting at their sub 500 record is still a playoff team. A sub five hundred team in, in the uh, in the in the West is not is going to have you on the outside looking in. But yet, people say the East is strong. The East has four good teams, really three at this point, because Boston's not playing like the elites that I know they can be. And that's Brad Stevens, that's um, Gordon Hayward, that's the decline and fall off a little bit of Al Horford, that's Kyrie Irving trying to be ball dominant in a system that that should be passed around. These are issues that the Boston Celtics have. Nobody's talking about that. We're, we're, I mean, we're, they're, they're, they're talking about it, but they're not talking about it like LeBron every single game. That's the greatness of LeBron. That's why he's still the be- regarded to me as the best player in the world. Because if he was, if he's on a decline, yeah, this wouldn't matter. This wouldn't matter. But we're in 20 games. And we're, we're hitting the panic button because we can the media thinks, oh, go get Bradley Bill. Go get Bradley Bill. You do not listen. Let them play it out. Give them a year. You're not trying to win a championship this year. Period. The Lakers, I'm being objective. The Lakers will not win a championship with this team as currently constructed. They will win a playoff round, and that's it. And I said this, and I've been consistent with this. I said they will be a four seed. At at the be- at his best, and where they're sitting at at the worst, seventh. I have LeBron winning fifty games for them, and that's it. I have Lonzo Ball improving his game as he goes forward. The stats would say he has, because we understand when LeBron, excuse me, when Lonzo Ball drives the ball 
and sprints down the court in the in the, in a when he's going on a fast break and gets easy layups. This Lakers team is a totally different team when Lonzo is aggressive, when Lonzo's not being tentative, when Lonzo's not passing out of layups that he has wide open, when Lonzo is 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 not passing up open three point shots because he's afraid he's going to miss. When Lonzo says, "I don't care, give me the ball, I'm going to shoot it." I'm going to drive to the basket. This team is different. Now, to me, I think the biggest upset uh, guy that they paid, in my opinion, KCP. Brother, you are regarded as one of the best three-point shooting shooters coming into the season that you had on the roster outside of, to me, LeBron. And you're not showing it. When uh, we need a three-point shot to go in, this man can't buy a basket. So to me, if you're going to trade anybody, I think KCP's got to go. If you're going to trade anybody, and I, and I and this hurts me to say, but if, if Josh Hart, who's gone on, a, who's recently over the last seven games, gone on a shooting slump, I don't think he's made five three-pointers in the last several games. He has a horrible three-point percentage. Started out hot, now it's cold. Now this happens, you know, this happens with Klay Thompson. So we I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. But I'm saying if this if his shooting percentage is not up from beyond three, if he's not in the gym taking those three pointers like he's supposed to, gotta go. Ingram, I, I don't think you move Ingram. I don't think you move Ingram. I have my pros and cons against Ingram. I've said this before on previous podcasts. I said, you know, Ingram. He's a guy that can get you 11 points, a very hard 11 points, or he's a guy that can just shoot lights out and give you 22. That's that's Ingram in his third or fourth year in the league. He should be averaging 25. Should be averaging 25. He's lengthy. He's tall. He can shoot the J. He can defend with the best people in the, in the league if you, if you want him to. It's just a choice whether he wants to. It's a choice. It's not an ill will because of any physical degradation against him. Guys, six about guys. Correct me if I'm wrong. The guys about six, six nine, six ten. He is a to me. He's a whole value Kevin Durant, who can shoot, who can defend. But at some point, like I said, we got to start stop saying he has this potential and saying, "Are you going to be that?" Are you going to be a good player? Because all the excuses, all the analysts, oh, he doesn't play well with LeBron. That's what I hate about the media. The media is, is, likes to create all these stories where there isn't a story because they don't have anything going on in the news. We're not talking about Boston. They're not talking about Boston. They don't care. They don't care that the Eastern Conference, one of the Eastern Conference Finals teams is struggling this year. They don't care. They don't care that... Um, that the Minnesota Timberwolves are playing well with Covington right now. They don't care. They don't care that the San Antonio Spurs have dropped and become mediocre. They don't care. They don't care if the Knicks are up and down, but they have, have recently found their stride and beat the Grizzlies. They don't care about the Grizzlies, who at one point were at the top of the West. This is all news. But LeBron... If he even looks at Coach Luke Walton wrong. Oh, LeBron. LeBron wants Luke Walton out. Luke Walton got to figure it out. 
Luke Walton got to figure out the rotations. Luke Walton, I mean, to me, I feel like, in my opinion, they can go 12 deep. But to be honest with you, they can only go 10 deep. 10. Somebody, somebody going to be hurt. Let me tell you this. Big man, um, as far as big man, Chandler, JaVale McGee, they're fine. I'm good with their play. Josh Hart, KCP, is really who's going to play the best. Because I can't continue to have a game without my shooting guard position getting at least 15 to 20 a night. I say if you don't get them right, you trade them both. Kuzma, up and down player. Ingram, up and down player. Lonzo can be good when he's aggressive. When he's passive, he's going to give you dirt. Rondo, I like him in the second unit. Everybody else needs to shut up, sit on the bench. Survive, love him, sit on the bench. I think this is my first. I think this is the first action. Um, I think this is the first action. Hold on, I'm just going. I'm going to the um, going to the roster real quick for y'all. <clears throat> this is the first action that Michael Beasley's seen. That's the, I, I forgot he was completely on the team. Why are we giving him minutes, Luke? You can get. You can surely give him minutes over over Josh Hart. You can give him Josh Hart minutes right now. Because you need to send a message that if you're not going to shoot well, I'm yanking your ass out the game. Lance Stevenson, okay. He gives you that for on defense. I'm fine with him. Mortiz Wagner, Ivanka Zubak, all these other guys. Jonathan Williams, good players. Got to sit on the bench. Got to sit on the bench. It's time to start winning. I think a win tonight against the Pacers solves this problem, gets the Lakers back on track. 12 and and, uh, 9 they will be, and they need to continue to win throughout the month. They have a hard schedule coming up. I think they play the Spurs back-to-back, who've had their number all season. Um, I think they got a Trailblazers game in there somewhere. I think the Jazz, they played the Jazz somewhere. Let me look at their actual standings. Uh, see what the actual games coming up. They got the Mavs, who are playing really good right now. They have the Suns, who, who can get off at any second. They got the Spurs back-to-back. They got the Grizzlies. They got the Heat. They got the Rockets. They got Hornets, Wizards, Nets coming. Pretty stru- tough stretch. Pretty tough stretch where they cannot really afford to get this wrong. So I say if they don't start winning, I say if we go into a bit of a losing streak, we need to start looking at LeBron James, or we need to start looking at Luke Walton. And knowing how magic is, if he don't get his crap together, Luke Walton will have a contract or a job next year. I promise that. He'll let him finish out the year. Uh, you know, He'll make some trades, and I'll put a band-aid on it for right now. And he'll hope that he can land that superstar next year, which I think they will. But that's my take on the Lakers. Again, they play the Pacers tonight. I'll be watching that game. Let me give you some feedback on that game, actually. Um, we'll be talking about some dissension coming soon that's going on with the Boston Celtics. And some th- some cures, I think, that Brad Stevens needs to look at. 
And I told you guys at the start of the season, I said, Boston's going to struggle. They're my favorite, but they're going to struggle throughout the season because you have all that roster back, but you're not Golden State. You have players that were coming off the bench that are role players who now think they're starting. They, they belong in the starting five. Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart. Brown, who's has been has been uh, delegated to the bench. All these guys. Kyrie Irving becoming more ball dominant now. Not playing the similar style he's playing last year. I told you, Kyrie Irving doesn't have at least five to seven assists. This team's in trouble. This team is not sharing the basketball. This team is not. Playing the way they were. Al Horford is not the player he once was last year. He's taken a step back. And Gordon Hayward's clearly a shell of himself still until he gets the confidence in that injury to go to be the Gordon Hayward of past. Essentially, you're waiting on that. And that's why I said, you know, they, you know, as soon as they figure it out, nobody needs to touch them. Philadelphia, eh, eh, they all right. They got to do something about that bench, but they all right. Raptors are the team to beat. I said they would be the first seed. Milwaukee is the shocker team this year, but I got to see what they do in the playoffs. And Boston, it's about to slip out of the slip out of the East. They're not any better than the Pacers. They're not any better than uh, you know a lot of these teams. Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. Celtics sit at seventh overall, eleven ten. They're not better than the Hornets with Kimball Walker going off this year, 11-10. They're not better than the Pistons, led by none other than uh, Dwayne Casey, who just got fired from uh, Toronto, but is leading a team that didn't even make the playoffs last year to a fifth seed as 11-7 as right now. They're not better than the Pacers. They're not better than the, than the 76ers. They're not better than the Bucks right now. They're seventh. They're one place out from being... Outside looking in. I think they're going to be right around that point if they continue to play like this. I'll say that much. Celtics got to get it together. Celtics got to get it together. They're not on the media, but I'm talking about them. I'm talking about them because you have Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, and ascending Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier, Aaron Baines, Marcus Morris. 11 and 10. Brad Stevens better stop being, stop trying to be somebody's friend and trying to make everybody happy because you can't. These are people that need to be in rotation. In my opinion, these are people that need to be starting. Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, Al Horford. I'll even try Marcus Morris in the starting five. Jalen Brown coming off the bench. Terry Rozier. Aaron Baines. Gordon Hayward. That's it. They have eight, nine guys in rotation. That's it. Brad Stevens, that's it. You're not playing in my system, you're going to sit down. That's just like that. We're here to win the championship. This right here, you think that uh, 
You think the management's gonna is gonna is gonna you know sit here and let the let the Celtics sink it up like this? Nah, y'all came in the season saying, "Oh, this is a cakewalk. We going to the finals this year. No LeBron." I still believe they're going to go to the finals. I still believe it because I think if they figure it out, no team in the East can stop this team when they figure it out. When Gordon Hayward's Gordon Hayward, Al Horford's Al Horford. But this version right here. I don't know. Losing games to the Mavs, 113-104. Losing games to the Knicks, 117-109. Losing games to the Horn- to a one-man Hornet uh, team uh, headed by Kimball Walker, 117-112. Losing teams to, to uh, the Jazz, who aren't bad, but got blown out by the Dallas Mavericks by 54 points, 98-86. Losing to the Trailblazers, up and down team. Losing to the Jazz. Oh, actually, the Jazz swept them. 123 to 115. These are, these, are, these are losses on paper the Celtics should be taking, especially to the Knicks. Especially to Dallas. Don't, don't get me wrong. Luka, Luka Doncic is great. He's, a, he's, a, he's, to me, the rookie of the year so far. But... This is the Celtics. This is the team that was your Eastern Conference Finals rep last year that got beat by one man, LeBron, who had to expunge all his energy and effort to carry a, a Cleveland uh, Cleveland Cavalier team past the Boston Celtics in Game 7. They got the Cavaliers tomorrow. I think they should win that game. They better win that game. But the Cavaliers have been kind of playing sneaky good as of lately. So we'll see. They just made a trade. Gave Corver to the Jazz for a younger piece. I think they won that trade. That's the smartest thing that uh, management's done in the last two years. Congratulations, Cavaliers. Boston Celtics. But to pick it up. Got to pick it up. There are going to be some teams, some teammates that are upset. I heard Terry Rozier on the on the um on the dirt sheet has requested a trade because he wants to be the starting point guard somewhere. I think he is the starting point guard. I think his talents are being wasted if they're not going to start winning these games. Because at some point, you got to say, Gordon Hayward, love you, coming off the bench. Al Horford, if you're not going to get it, coming off the bench. Brad Stevens don't want to do that. Brad Stevens thinks his system's going to work. I believe his system can work. But at some point, you got to say, look, I got some dogs on the bench that are ready to go. That are going to give me these W's. Kyrie Irving, I need you passing the ball more. You don't need to score 40-plus for us to be successful. This ain't Cleveland. We got players that, that are competent and that can get us buckets on any given drive. We got players that play defense, that play defense every single drive. And it's true. They're defensively, efficiently, they're, they're defense, defensive efficiency, excuse me. They are a top-five team in the league. They are a top-five team in the league. But offensively, they're horrid. How? You got Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, Marquise Morris, Brad Stevens. I'm looking at you. What's really going on? What's going on? Can't continue to be up and down, sub 500, one game over 500. Nah. 
He's not going to get fired. No, no, I don't, I'm not going that direction. But I'm saying I am looking at you in regards to we coach you as the second best coach behind Popovich. And not looking like it. Give Popovich these weapons and see, and they will be the number one seed in the West right now. Because Popovich knows I say, look, kid, you ain't got it. Come off the bench. I'm Popovich. I got five rings. Brad Stevens don't got that. It feels like to me, Brad Stevens, as much of a master he is at play calling, the message ain't being received because you have dissension within the ranks. You have role players who think they're starters. You have starters who think they should be starting. You have people who are injured who still think they are that player they were the year before. And as time goes by, coach got to make a decision whether he's going to tell these guys the truth for the sake of the team or Danny Ainge going to start trading folks. Because you know Danny Ainge trades somebody in a heartbeat. You know he don't play about his winning. You know he don't play about his Celtics. You know he don't play about winning a championship. You do not regress back after entering and reaching the Eastern Conference Finals and getting and, and being a game away from going to the finals. You do not, by no means necessary, do not regress from last year and think somebody won't be traded. You have no LeBron. Toronto, they're better, but you match up well with, Le- with Toronto. So I just got to figure it out. Not concerned. Not saying we need to hit the panic button. 21 games in for them. Figure it out. Figure it out. I'll be watching these guys. I'll probably have another hot take for these guys. We'll do another hot check, heat check for all of all the teams in the league. But between those two teams, Lakers, Boston, two different situations, similar problems, players not buying in, players not believing in themselves. Players that look like they didn't belong on the floor, but coming off the bench. And two coaches that better figure it out. Luke Walton, Brad Stevens, figure it out. That's going to do it for Talk That Itch. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I will be back with some more episodes down the line. Like I said, we got a lot of NBA news we want to cover. Um, there are some moves that have been made. Kyle Korver, the one I just covered, um, they just made that move yesterday. Kyle Korver's went to the Jazz. And I think... Uh, Cavaliers are receiving a pick. Excuse me. No, Cavaliers sent the. No, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah. Jazz sent a pick in a young piece. I'm not really familiar with this guy. Sent a young piece and a pick uh, to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So congratulations to the Cleveland Cavaliers for getting a little younger, getting some of those older guys up out of there who, because they understand they ain't winning this year. Hell, they're they trying to go get, C, uh, they're trying to get Reddish or they're trying to get Zion Williamson. That's it. That's going to do it for you, boy. D. Johnson on the mic. Hope you all enjoyed the episode. We'll be back for some more sports news. Turn on your notifications. Peace.